Hello, my name is Gustavo Ribeiro, Editor-in-Chief of The Brazilian Report, and I welcome you to the final episode of our special podcast series about the 30th anniversary of Brazil's Constitution. We have already discussed the political environment in which the Constitution was framed, which institutional framework it created for the country, and its main legacy to society. Now we would like to discuss whether or not Brazil has stayed true to its Constitution. Opinions vary about this. Claudio Couto, a political scientist and columnist of the Brazilian Report, has spent many years studying the changes to the original text. If you have a constitution that comprises many public policies, it's necessary to amend the constitution all the time uh, to update it, to make it more adapted to the new times, and also, of course, to uh, make possible for different administrations to implement their agenda and not to be uh, restrained by an agenda that was established in 1988 for, uh, forever. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Uh, to, to use a, a note, say, from Thomas Jefferson, it doesn't make sense for the deceased to govern people who, who are alive uh, because it's necessary to make things nearer, to make things updated to the times. And this is why this constitution was amended so many times. For the sake of comparison, the U.S. Constitution is much, much slimmer. That's why, even being the oldest constitution still in use, it has only been amended 27 times. And what about Brazil's 30-year-old constitution? We have 105 amendments to the constitutions because we have 99 amendments that were uh, approved by the ordinary process of constitutional amendment in Brazil and other six that passed it during the Constitutional Review of uh, 1994. And so all the, these amendments transformed considerable parts of the Constitution, but uh, they transformed not exactly the core of the Constitution in what regards individual and collective rights, but they transformed actually the, the policies that are present in the Constitution. Part of the reason why Brazil's constitution has been changed so many times is the fact that the text, in order to create consensus, had to be vague in several issues. Also, the constitution said what the state had to do, but not how it was supposed to do it, as legal scholar Tomás Pereira of Fundação Getúlio Vargas explains. The constitution is broad and detailed, but uh, it also opens up a lot of possibilities for legislation. Very often the Constitution simply asserts that something must be done. It doesn't say exactly how it should be done. Uh, for example, when it says that public employees have the right to strike, it says according to you know, ordinary legislation that will regulate it. Uh, so it's basically up to the legislator. To amend the Constitution, you need a three-fifths vote from each parliamentary chamber twice. It can be done if your proposal generates some consensus. That was not the case, for instance, of the pension system reform proposed by President Michel Temer in 2017. The fact that Brazil's constitution has been amended so many times is not necessarily a bad thing. As a matter of fact, it is quite the opposite. Let's remember that the Brazilian constitution is the third longest in the world. It is not a basic charter of rights like the U.S.'s. Instead, it legislates over a broad range of subjects from what must be in the federal budget to policies around culture and sports. And a constitutional tax like that can only withstand the test of time with some flexibility. 
The constitution, for instance, established that Brazil's state-run oil and gas company Petrobras would detain the monopoly over oil exploitation in the country. But the world changed, and so did the rules reigning over Brazil. In the late 1990s, the government approved an amendment to end this monopoly, opening up Brazil's oil sector to foreign firms. But even with hundreds of amendments, the core of the constitution has not been touched, nor can it be. Basic rights, the abolition of the death penalty, and the commitment to democracy can't be changed, only if a new constitution is approved altogether. And for the first time in 30 years, there seems to be a momentum to do just that. At the time this podcast is being published, the 2018 presidential race is being led by far-right candidate Jair Bolsonaro. His vice president nominee, a former army general who called for a coup d'etat in 2017, wants to approve a new constitution. And that could be quite dangerous, given Brazil's increasing polarization, as political scientist Mauricio Santoro of the State University of Rio explains. This is a moment that we all should pay attention to what's going on in Brazil right now. I mean, this is not a normal election. It is very tense, it's polarized. It's an election that should make us think about the threats to democracy. It's not the crisis of one government, it's not the crisis of one party. I mean, the political system that Brazil is building since the return of democracy in the 80s is now under a severe criticism because of corruption, because of the economic crisis, because of uh, the public security situation and so on. From time to time, the idea of tossing the 1988 constitution aside and framing a new one appears in the political landscape. But the constitution is not the problem, as Pedro Abamovay reminds us, a former National Secretary of Justice and Director of the Open Society Foundations in Latin America and the Caribbean. We need to value what this constitution has done for this country in terms of, again, setting an agenda, creating democratic stability for, for a country that had never had a period of democratic stability, social inclusion, access to rights uh, uh, in the way we had in the 30 years. And that's a direct consequence of this constitution. Every time a new president is sworn into office, his or her first words are a pledge to respect and enforce the rule of law in Brazil and to preserve our constitution. Our 1988 Charter of Rights is being scapegoated for the crisis we experience at the moment. But if anything, it is that constitution that allowed Brazil to begin to address many of our issues, says Pedro Abramovay. The constitution sets an agenda for Brazil, right? It's not only uh, a list of rights but I think it sets an agenda, an agenda that includes the fight against inequality, that includes uh, the protection of human rights, that includes economic development as, as a goal. And I think what's really interesting if you see what happened after the Constitution is that more or less this agenda was implemented, right? The state has played a role in providing access to health, access to education, and fight against poverty in, in a way that goes much beyond the political polarization existing in the country. So there was a state agenda that, that's clearly designed by the Constitution, and they were implemented by the very diverse governments that came in the following 30 years. Unfortunately, there's no way of knowing if the Brazilian Constitution will exist for the next 30 years. But the very prospect of drafting a new constitution right now seems frightening. 
Brazil is a divided country in which there is a rising tide of authoritarianism. If there is a time for us to praise and protect the Brazilian constitution, it is now. Brazilians must stay true to the values of democracy, human rights, solidarity, and the fight for a more just, humane society. These are dark times, but if our history tells us anything, is that we are capable of enduring hardship and growing from it. The Constitution itself is proof of that. Thanks for listening to our special podcast. Our special thanks to the experts who talked to us and helped us make this project come to life. If you like this podcast, please take a look at our website. It's brazilian.report. Every day we have new content about Brazil's politics, economics, and society. We also have exclusive newsletter services if you want to be briefed on what's going on in Brazil before starting your day. Subscribe now to our free trial and enjoy all of our content for 14 days. It's really free. You don't have to put any credit card information. You can also follow us on Facebook or Twitter. Our handle is at Brazilian Report. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm.